0: look around at this great city of ours what do you see i see a multitude of amazing people over the next hour bill wilson will talk to some of these amazing people about topics that interest you and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a dang on the mr murfreesboro show good
1: evening everybody this is bill wilson also known as mr murfreesboro and I'm here in the studios of WGNS 1450 AM and 101.9 FM Talk Radio. Lady K is on vacation. I guess it's fall break. She's on the beach somewhere. And um, she'll be back with us next week. We may be getting a call. I have a, uh, some friends who are in Milan. They're in Italy. and They may be calling in the show here directly uh, to give us an update on. Uh, What's going on overseas in Europe? So that'd be kind of cool. Um, I'm excited about tonight's show because I'm a big fan of this band. I don't know if you know Murfreesboro. Back in the day, I grew up in the '70s and '80s, and if you went to a concert, you would go to Murphy Center, where I saw Elvis in concert, um, and then you had Municipal Auditorium, which was down in Nashville, but I've always loved music and the music of the 80s and 90s, even though Elvis wasn't of the 80s or 90s, but he was one of the greatest musicians, well, entertainers, let's say that. Uh, But tonight, I'm going to be interviewing Johnny Todd, who is with Rubik's Groove, the local band uh, based their music on the eighties, nineties and the two thousands. Johnny Todd, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So how did let's talk about first of all you as an individual. We're we're and in the Rubik's groove, it's about how many characters are there? There's a bunch of characters.
2: We've got ten now core characters, as we would say. Um, but then we, we kind of have our little altar characters that we'll just throw out there in the middle of a set, whether it's Freddie Mercury or Vanilla Ice or uh, Ricky Martin, Britney Spears, Dolly Parton. You just never know what you're going to get. Even Elvis one time. Y'all did Elvis? We did. It made no sense. And that's kind of where we, we like to shock people sometimes. We call it outside of the box. Thinking outside of the box. Yeah. Now, you as an individual, let's go back to what I was going to ask you.
1: Where are you from? Where did you grow up? And what brought you to where? And tell us where you live now.
2: Yeah, so I grew up in North Dallas, a suburb of Dallas, and uh, just got into music during college years. And, uh, you know, the synthesizers were big back then. And then we got went into, the obviously, the 90s and got into more guitar stuff. So I had older brothers. I played guitar love music Uh, i realized that a hack like me could play and pick up on things um and just spent a lot of times as a as a teenager in my room playing guitar lonely times and uh like a lot of musicians do and just developed a love for it never thought a way ahead like i was going to be famous or in a band but over time i started writing and like to sing a little bit and, and next thing you know, I'm I'm putting together songs. I'm recording in the studio in Dallas doing my own stuff. Um worked with a lot of people way more talented than me that right. kinda helped me out. Got on three songs on local radio over time, a, a local Christian radio station and uh and then was encouraged to move to Nashville, the sort of the epicenter the mecca. of Mecca. Yep, absolutely. So So it started out with Christian music. Yes. And uh
1: and, and and north and, and dallas that's great and then what years did you move when did y'all move from dallas when did you move to nashville franklin
2: yeah so um i was going to move in 1997 but uh along the way i decided to go on a little church trip um singles group you know young singles and uh we uh, we Is this went where you met your wife. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Quit, <laughs> quit taking the long way, Todd uh-huh. or Johnny. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So I met my wife, and she delayed my trip to Nashville. And she, then it's uh, her fault, right? Yeah, it was her fault, and it was probably uh, absolutely the best thing that ever happened. Sure. And uh, but I decided to hang out. I made the right decision. I, I waited a little bit longer to move. I thought, well, I should probably uh, stick around a little bit longer. What's the rush, Todd? You right. you you got. <laughs> A beautiful girl that's way out of your league—you might as well hang out and see what happens. So. That's right, groovy. Yeah. Um, so
1: the other members. So you grew up around music, but you never thought, "Hey, I want to be in a band." It was just a love for music and songwriting. But let's talk about the other cast members. There's a, and I was wondering how P. witty who's based on, not P. Diddy, it's Pee Wee Herman, who just passed away. Yes. How did uh how did y'all meet and his yeah, how did you and Pee Witty meet?
2: Yeah, so when we first moved here, my wife uh worked with um somebody that knew him or his uh my wife worked with somebody whose husband knew Pee-Wee, knew Brian Holiday.
1: Brian Holiday, the Pee yep. Witty.
2: The Pee Witty, he was a keyboardist and uh, I needed one. So we got together, started working on music. He was uh a good writer himself and, and good singer and he decided well todd's done a little bit he's a little bit farther along than i am as far as having a cd and right, all that production stuff. stuff yeah so he was he was gracious enough to learn my songs and we would go around and play and and uh, write some songs together he'd sing some i'd sing some and you know it was it was sort of comical though and, and you get why he's Pee Wee herman now because I'd be singing like a really serious song, you know, I'm going to change the world, Right. I'm singing from my heart, I'm singing about, you know, a, a very touching moment, and I'm talking to the youth out there, and then the song starts, and Pee Wee just jumps behind his keyboard with silly string and beach balls, and, you know, he's <laughs> he's going crazy, and I'm just looking out of the side of my eyes going like, oh, Lord. he doesn't know what this song's about at all, but he's such a great, funny crazy I've entertainer. i some of his videos he does where he, <laughs> he about
1: catches the bacon on fire in the micro I don't know, but it's... Uh, yeah. And then him riding that bike like Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, you play Johnny from the movie The Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. And that was the nemesis of uh, Ralph Macchio. That's right. So, that's who you are johnny and
2: you are vocal well, some say the good guy but you know we don't have to good parse. guy yeah i'm the good guy you're, he's the bad guy but that's you know
1: but you're known for cowbell
2: <laughs> crane kicks what's a crane kick a crane kick is the illegal kick that uh daniel in the movie the Crowdy kid that's right you know placed on johnny the good guy in the movie the really super nice guy uh that for some reason danny kept messing with constantly and uh and you know t-
1: antagonizing
2: them antagonizing them yeah so everybody's probably seen that video about who the real bully is and i think it's pretty much open and shut case but yeah so the crane kick kick is the illegal kick where apparently they they let it slide he kicked me in the face and and won the tournament and won the tournament yeah but so i've learned the crane kick because apparently you know it yeah, can be used now
1: that's right because it's legal now yeah um uh, were y'all the two who were the original members of rubik's groove was it you two it was y'all were the original two Mm -hmm. now i'm on here looking online you can go to rubikscroove.com and see all the members as we're talking here and if you want to call in and ask johnny todd a question maybe about crane kicks i don't know (laughs) you can call in at 615-893-1450 and you'll be able to watch us live via Facebook on big G T V through YouTube. So uh I'll be posting that later. But let's talk about you two and then I guess Starbright. And there's two is this are we on our second Star Because 'Cause we, you had we there was a Star Bright and a Teen Wolf. Yep. Who were married. Tell That's us tell us about that.
2: Yeah, so uh Brian and I uh, it's sort of like the Brady bunch, right? You know, Brian and I met, we formed this this nucleus this nucleus and we decided well we 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 need a female presence in the house you know right we uh, there are too many great Alice. 80s I'm songs
1: <laughs> Alice. Uh, she
2: may not uh, appreciate that comment i'm but just kidding you, no no Bright.
1: i'm joking <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so um yeah i think we did most of the cooking and cleaning to be honest with you but uh yeah so we we wanted a female and this is brian brian is the big idea guy i'm the guy that usually spends hours trying to execute it whether it's those videos you choreography. know choreography editing editing it and we both come up with ideas but he's he's the crazy wild guy which right. is awesome it's an awesome partnership but you know i was like the only singer in my band and now i'm sharing with brian and brian's like we need a female and i'm like
1: oh we do and that's where Starbright bright came
2: from. that's where Starbright came in um she started off as a fan put it um after having a great time she started off as some random 80s chick is what they posted on the line because i was wondering where did y'all get because the only star bright i know there was a car wash here in
1: murfreesboro called Starbright yeah. car wash i thought maybe she worked at the car wash. when we realized when nobody
2: had had a, any clue what her costume was or character um we it just sort of evolved brian came up with some characters i came up with other ones uh, my wife came up with she said you should do Rainbow Bright and as a you know sort of a traditional male I did not grow up playing with Rainbow Bright dolls I had no right. idea who that was right but females of that time did and so not wanting to completely steal the intellectual property we I named it Starbright and so I,
1: and then she wears a colorful outfit y'all most of you do have colorful outfits but she really has one Of like the rainbow
2: yeah it's great
1: who is uh dr evil hands that's from austin powers right it
2: is it he was originally scissor hands and so we kind of morphed that character and uh he would kind of go back and forth between the two and now that we're doing more 90s and 2000s it was perfect to make him dr evil so at your
1: on your shows because i've followed you over the years um because how long have y'all been doing
2: this i'm going to claim about 12 years 12 years. there's a darkness period that i hope youtube has erased all all evidence of but yeah
1: well you've got to you know you got to start somewhere <laughs> um but i followed you y'all are playing like pretty big gigs now big a lot of stuff down in nashville um i just think it's it's cool that y'all are doing this do you have more people that show up you advertise as 80s, 90s, two thousand, or do you – who comes to the, the show? Is it mainly 80s people, 90s, or all of them?
2: Yeah, it's it's really just sort of evolved. Funny, people um, thought we were only 80s. When we started this, we were doing just all 80s. decades. Yeah, we're doing all decades. Believe it or not, yeah, most people think we just – we're doing 80s. We did – We well, our pilot episode, our show, was 80s. And then we started doing two thousands like current stuff. Right, we were doing Katy Perry and Kesha and all that stuff. But we realized those if you do current stuff, six months later you're on your fourth popular Katy Perry song. Nobody wants to hear California Girls. Right. If you wait ten years or fifteen years, it comes back around, and now it's not, it's not been worn out. So our sort of sweet spot is nostalgia. It's going back i mean our 2000s is now almost 20 years ago
1: yeah for sure
2: so but we just want to we want to keep it going and we've we love our 80s we're still probably 70 65 percent 80s but um we just want to keep growing and and introducing ourselves to new audiences the beautiful thing is we play sorority parties where they not only want the new stuff but they love the 80s and they know every word to it so we because the
1: music was better really I mean, I grew up in the 80s. I'm 57. So I, you know, I grew up, let's say I was born in 66. So it was early 80s. Yeah. And that, that music. And we'll, by the way, we'll be listening. We're fixing to take a break, Johnny Todd. And in the breaks, we're going to listen to some 80s, 90s music. You've been listening to Mr. Murphy's Show. We'll be back in two minutes.
0: Are you ready to experience the heartwarming flavors of the South? Look no further than Mama's Table. Y'all come eat the new cookbook by local author Carolyn Hall. This cookbook is filled with cherished family recipes that will transport you to Mama's Kitchen. You can purchase it right now on Amazon so you can start creating unforgettable meals for your loved ones. But that's not all. Stay up to date on book signings and special events by following Carolyn Hall's Facebook page. Plus, Carolyn plans on cooking her way through the cookbook on social media, sharing her tips and tricks with you along the way. Because as Carolyn says, there are always memories made, blessings shared, and full bellies around Mama's Table. So don't wait, get your copy of Mama's Table. Y'all come eat, bring the warmth and love of Southern cooking into your home. Shadow Chasers of Middle Tennessee Ghost Walks, October 13th through the 14th, as well as October 20th, 22nd, 27th and 28th tours start at 7 p.m. from Big B Cleaners on the Square. Tickets are affordable from $10 to $13. Here, actual evidence captured by real ghost hunters at downtown Murfreesboro's 10 most haunted places. Don't miss the special Friday, the 13th tours. Purchase tickets on the Shadow Chasers of Middle Tennessee Facebook page. Get your tickets today. and you're to blame darling you give love a bad name
1: Welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show with Lady K. This is Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson, and you've been listening to Johnny Todd of uh, Rubik's Groove, the Karate Kid. And if you want to call in and ask a question, you can call in at 615-893-1450. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Let's go back and talk about some of the other members of Rubik's Groove. I know there's another Lady, what tells him is it She-Ra-Ra? Ra?
2: It is. Who is that now? Who is she Ra? Shira Ra. Shira Ra. She-Ra is She-Ra. the sort of counterpart to He Man, as I understand. So, um, as it turns out, she was sort of Starbright. Also, she came along after the original Starbright left, and then, um, and so we would kind of go back and forth between two Starbrights. And then we wanted them to play on the same show, and so we thought she's got to be a different character and so she kind of just evolved we had her play in Britney Spears because right. she looked a lot like her but but not acting like her I'm just yeah exactly <laughs> she uh, <laughs> we, we won't go there uh, yeah. at least not yet she's yeah. not started acting like Britney Spears yet. right but she uh, we just thought well she needs she doesn't need to be a real person she needs to be more of a character we're all sort of characters whether it's movies mainly movies cartoons that just seems to fit better. So just kind of thumbing through. She's taller. Let's let her be her own own character. And so She-Ra, she looks very goddess-like. She's tall. She's, you know. Yeah,
1: go to the website, com. You can check them all out right here. Why am I saying She-Ra-Ra?
2: Uh, you know, because we don't want to say the exact same name. We want to make we want to yeah. yeah. We just want to distort things because that's what we do in this band. We we like to take things that are beautiful and destroy them.
1: And destroy them. <laughs> what now? Teen Wolf is no longer.
2: Or is he? Well, yeah. It's 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 sort of like a soap opera here. So Teen Wolf. We had uh, six four Teen Wolf. The original that left when the original Starbright left. They were married. And during COVID, just decided to spend more time with their children and and do something different, which was great because they worked with us for I don't know eight years. Right
1: from the beginning, yeah.
2: Yeah, and so we're looking for a replacement. We found She-Ra-Ra, but she was ta- uh, Starbright. Starbright, yeah. And then uh, we found a bass player, and you know, you would think with Team Wolf, Michael J. Fox being all of about five five, yeah, um, we would find a character true to form. No, we found another six four uh bass player to play team wolf so and people didn't notice he, i mean he's, a just, lot of people didn't because he put on more fun fur he had like he put on the whole outfit and it was his idea we did not it's not you didn't sw- make him do it it's not a sweatshop with rubik's groove um at this point but yeah he would go out in 90 degree summers playing outdoors and have his fun fur on and and uh yeah for members to, to become a member of Rubik's Screw,
1: do y'all vote? Is there a kangaroo court? Is there some <laughs> sorts of some sort of ritual like a like fraternity? When I was in a fraternity, you had to go through a kangaroo court. And
2: I know, bet all, some people would maybe call you should start it that. doing that. We should, yeah. yeah. We we uh, you know the band members are they've been with us. Most of them been with us many many years. They're great guys. We wouldn't have it any other way. Their votes would matter and we do ask opinion, but Brian and I just realize we're gonna make the decisions, but honestly, if you're not if you're a nice person and you can play your instrument and you show up on time, then you know so if if I you'll could have a, us. If I could
1: play a harmonica, <laughs> a Mr. Murfreesboro
2: could be. What do you think? Are we are we there yet? Well, when we start getting into more harmonica music then like you've me on. Yeah, like we wanted to if you played f- flute for example (laughs) there's really just one band we know of the the harp that played played flute in the 80s (laughs) and that was men at work so at Work, that's right yeah but i'm you know we don't do a lot of harmonica music but well i will keep that in mind keep
1: that in mind or a harp electric harp would be kind of cool what about you've got a guy you know my name's bill this guy's name's bill who plays (laughs) guitars vocals and auto detailing
2: who now is that a who is bill well, he's our Transformer character. He's a Transformer, okay. Yeah, so instead of Bumblebee, we couldn't think of anything very creative. And his name is Bill in real life. We're like, it's just Bumble Bill. And then, Bumble
1: and Bill. And then we just changed it to <laughs> Bill, Bill. Bill. yeah.
2: <laughs> because we want people to see a guy walk out and like, and people would go, why are they calling him Bill? And it's like, yeah. I got you.
1: Now, you got Super Stario, which is a takeoff of Super
2: Mario. Yep. And
1: this guy, he's short. He's really good. I've he's seen. Really is he good. still with y'all?
2: Yeah, he. Uh, I'll tell you what. He drums, was. He's plumbing. been playing with us as long as as there was a bunga nut pig, Murfreesboro. That was his first show with was us. Was the bunga nut our second one in town? Yeah.
1: It says he plays drums. He does plumbing and some monkey business. I have no idea what that is. Well,
2: you know, uh, Super Mario. Uh, yeah, he. You know, he fights the big uh, giant right. ape, and and you know, he's a plumber by trade.
1: That's right. That's right. How about Leonardo? Turtle
2: yep. So he Blake is
1: DiCaprio.
2: DiCaprio. Yeah, you got yeah. it, Leonardo DiCaprio. So if it's Leonardo the character instead of, you know, he's a Ninja Turtle. So, right. yes, he is a music teacher by day. He has perfect pitch. Um, just an incredible player. How do, okay? How did y'all meet each other? I mean, did
1: have you ever had somebody an admirer who's in a show says, "Hey, I," and they've got an idea. And say hey i'd like to be in the band and this is who i like to be i'd like to be robo chops how how does it work if somebody really wanted to be i know you you, y'all uh you and pd uh make the decision but have you have you ever had somebody just say hey i just just like other bands i'm sure there's people that want to be in the band
2: yeah you know and and we love that we love that people you know are excited about what we wanted what we do and want to be part of it of course we try to make people part of the show anyway uh but frankly the openings just aren't there it's almost like a supreme court nomination where you almost i mean it we've had bumblebee he's been there for i'm just gonna say almost everybody i feel like has been there at least six or seven years and I mean, that's to me, that's a testimony. I'm not, I'm not right. saying that they don't... get something good going. Yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're just playing enough, and, and the, we're having fun. How many tour
1: dates do y'all do? How many shows do you do typically in a year? And is it more prevalent, like in the summer, or tell us?
2: Yeah, it has seasonality. We've we kind of gone back and forth. We played as many as, as 94 shows in 2019. Um, that was probably too much for this. One, if you're playing too many public shows around town, um, you know you're you're going to dilute your audience a little bit. So right. we had to back off of that. Uh, but COVID did a number on us, and so I think we went, we went from 94 in 2019 to like 30 in 2020 right. because of obvious reasons. <laughs> and so then we just we're always trying to find the right balance for family um you know most of the band members are married right. and family oriented. yeah we, we didn't want to do it too much and we just didn't want to play you know i, I believe me all of the venue owners are very well aware of where we're playing and because you're gonna play- be playing main street soon uh yeah in january yeah that's uh, our favorite place in murfreesboro uh go way back we love that place yeah. and, and the murfreesboro people are are the best. They get Chris in. does a, good, a great job over there. But
1: um, that was the place when I was in college was Main Street and the borough. That was it. Yeah. But um, let me ask you this. What about, have you ever had, well, I was going, I probably shouldn't ask that. Have you ever had to ask somebody to leave? Or you've seen fights break out. Yeah. Tell, tell us some stories of, uh, what's the wildest story? People throwing their undergarments up on you know what t- give us give us some good stories here
2: oh you know the crowd's always going to be fun i mean we we obviously don't love the fights uh, we will make fun of you if you are fighting and you know uh we'll call you out on the mic we might even sing about the fight when people are acting ridiculous but you know that's it's just always one every now and then that ruins it for the rest of us and and typically they're gone very quickly but you know, people have fun at our shows. They drink too much. Right. Um, they do some fun things sometimes. All uh, some thi- sorts of stuff. All sorts of things. Uh, some of them you can mention on radio and some that you can't. Right. Um, some involve uh, sudden loss of clothing. Like uh, Talladega.
1: Have you ever been to Talladega?
2: I have not. I'd like to, though. Yeah.
1: It, for all you listeners have been to Talladega, something like that. But it's in a... In a bar <laughs> but, oh, yeah. uh, so you know we were talking earlier that back in the day man music it played a role in my life i've always loved music concerts i've got tickets you know i claim to fame i saw elvis in concert along with about half of murfreesboro if you were around in 74 75 he played like eight shows here i think and right before he died but elvis used to come here and record uh, Jimi Hendrix used to come to the cat and play off of uh, uh, Asbury Lane. There was a club called the Cadillac Club. It was either the Cadillac Club or the El Dorado Club. And he lived in Nashville, but he was at the 101st Airborne because he was in the military. But he would come down and play here in Murfreesboro. People, and there's some people who may not know who Jimi Hendrix is. I mean, the younger crowd today, it's, it's amazing. Uh, The difference of as far as entertainment, everything's on a phone now. You know the social media, and you know I'm guilty of it. Glued to your iPhone, your Droid, whatever. Back then, it was you had to pay to get in, ten bucks or whatever it was. But it's completely different type of entertainment now.
2: Yep, absolutely.
1: You know, Um, but some uh, vanilla ice played here at Main Street. I was there. And Y'all do a little vanilla ice stuff too, don't you? Uh, yeah, we ice, do. Ice, <coughs> baby.
2: Yep, that's the one that that's probably the only one that people really want to hear, unless you're a, a true fan. But, but funny story, I, he he used to uh, go to the same there was a cruising lane in Dallas called Forest Lane, and he was spotted back in the day cruising probably before he became big and he didn't have to get in a car with his buddies and, and right. cruise. So, he's in Florida
1: now, he lives in, and I think he's building extravagant pools and he's in the construction business and he represents uh some sort of like red not red bull but energy drinks mm-hmm. uh but i always liked him uh now who is Rob? did we talk about robo chops we did not that's from robo cops
2: okay yeah so he is our second iteration of of robo uh chops um the first one uh, steve was amazing he started off playing in Murfreesboro, I think his first gig was at Bluesboro, and Bluesboro, he was wow. he was dressed up. Um, so we gave we give people a little rope to hang themselves on, on characters. He decided I'm going to be Magnum PI, except he has red hair, and so he showed up and he looked more like uh, Opie from. <laughs> The Andy Griffiths Show, so right. Ron Howard, we're, we're, we, he's a nice-looking guy. Don't get me wrong, but we were like, we got to cover that up, and so we, you know, you just kind of no go. Strawberry
1: blondes in here?
2: No, no, no. <laughs> For all the strawberry blondes, we do Beautiful not discriminate people. against strawberry blondes. Um, great grandmother has strawberry blonde hair. We're
1: they're great people.
2: <laughs> they they are, and he is one of the best human beings I know. But we we wanted to cover him up. Uh, our poor—that's the—that's really. We don't have a sweatshop, but I think that's probably the most abuse that we do. Is we, uh, we go. You, this Robocop costume is going to be epic. You should it's wear that and try to play guitar all night in the dark. In the dark, <laughs> glow in the dark.
1: Now, we've got—is this guy named Bart or Bert or, Bert, or is it Bart? Barf. Barf
2: is, is from Spaceballs. Now he was oh. a substitute. He does not. Play with the band any longer, so yeah, um, get rid of him, didn't you? Well, he got rid of himself. He did. And he was another. I mean, he's still
1: with us, though, right? He is.
2: Okay. He. I was going to say COVID casualty, but that sounds really, you know, more mor- mor- morose, mor- morose, morbid, morose, and morbid. So no, he survived COVID, but he decided to do other things. Gotcha. You know, COVID made a lot of people make other decisions about life. I'm telling you, man, it,
1: COVID didn't care who who you were uh Bo- Boston Powers which is a takeoff of naturally Austin Powers.
2: Yep. Same thing. You know, COVID made uh him have some family choices and now he lives in the uh Tampa area. In the Tampa area? Mhm. Um
1: tell us about I I keep up with y'all, you know, social media, some of y'all shows, man. There's several thousand people there. You,
2: yeah we're we're always blessed when people you know whether whether it's because of us or because they just you know stumbled into a an outdoor show uh somebody told them about we love it and uh, we're always going to give our 100 percent it doesn't matter if there's four people in the audience or our thousands i always say we're never scared because we love what we do so much and we love people and i think sometimes you know there's so many great musicians in nashville I think we have a great band but it's not about who the better band is right we just want to care more we want to care more about what's going on with the audience and bringing them joy right and so we look we're watching constantly it's not oh look at us we're cool it's what what makes them smile right and so that's what we're we we never get complacent We never, we're always, that's why we're trying new things and things are going to fail. You know, people don't always love what we do, but we're going to keep trying to bring people joy in new ways.
1: It's always been a fun show. Y'all are like really fun. You're original. You're, I'm just wondering, we talked about this earlier. Is there other bands trying to emulate y'all? I mean, y'all emulate other people and I love like nostalgia. So I love history nostalgia. So this Rubik's groove is right up my alley. My favorite band. Thank you. Um, but where where's the furthest y'all have traveled? Like to play a gig? Where where have y'all played? Just is it mainly Middle Tennessee? Have you gone to well, Chattanooga? Are you in Knoxville? Do you do any college stuff in UT or?
2: Yeah, we're we're can... sort of a, a regional band. Um, we'll go anywhere. We're booked to go to Japan, in, guess what year and month. April 2020, so we did not go to Japan.
1: <laughs> Y'all were supposed to go. We
2: were supposed to go. Um, we played in 2019. We played in San Diego on the Great
1: City. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We've got to play on the USS Midway. The, That's cool. Yeah. So we're, we played in Vegas. We played in Orlando. We will travel anywhere. Um, played in Phoenix last summer. So we'll go anywhere. It doesn't matter. Um, we're, we're going to Michigan. I mean, you, it it doesn't matter. It's obviously the farther we go, the more it costs, right? Sure. Um, so most of what we do is around town and uh, I'd say in the southeast.
1: Do y'all have do do y'all have a manager or is it just you you do have a manager, okay? We do have if a manager. If somebody wants to book you, who do they call?
2: Yeah, they'll well they can always go to our website and there's a form you can fill out and our manager looks at that. Brian and I our Pee Wee, Pee Whitty and I P-witty. own the band. And so we'll talk about it and uh, and we'll we'll come up with a, a, a price that's fair, you know. And, and believe it or not, it's not like here's a book of the price that that you have. We'll we'll work with people. The bronze, silver, gold package. Exactly. There's so many factors that <laughs> go into it. But yeah, we'll work with we'll work with budgets the best we can. And you know, we and that's the thing you said we play in front of thousands. Sometimes we play in front of ten people in their backyard. You ever uh, played weddings? All the time. What about a funeral? Not yet. But with some say we've Something died on happens stage. Me. I want to uh, I want
1: to hear it. Y'all going to play my family?
2: It could I, happen. I'm serious. I mean, uh, if you want to bring joy to people like we I, do.
1: Yeah, y'all do. And <laughs> that's funny. Um, so, where are y'all booked here in the near future? Where are y'all planning on?
2: Well, we're really excited. We're playing in a theater, which Pee is really excited about. I don't have any why reason idea why he would be so excited about a theater i feel like you know anyway he got in trouble last time he was there but we're playing at the franklin theater uh on friday october 6th this friday and this friday and we've got a special surprise i don't want to give it away completely but it may involve a time traveling machine um that brings characters back from the past so, back to the future i get it yeah yeah it could be that but i'm gonna you're gonna have to show up and see it's gonna be a very special show um so we do, will do you have celebrities that follow you do you have
1: have you been playing you know look out there there's nicole kidman or or uh whoever
2: yeah um we've had a few i i i, I don't know if i'm really allowed to name drop but we're always honored when somebody we played a wedding for a super famous producer discovered some bands like i say i don't know what i can and can't say but, but yeah we're always honored when whether it's somebody in the media or somebody in sports um it's it's amazing to us and a lot of times they stay back they don't they're they're super respectful they don't want to be the center of attention and draw attention to themselves but yeah we love it i think the the person that i can brag on a little bit, um because every time I see him he acts like I'm his best friend. I think he does that with a lot of people. It's Mr. Chip, Murphy's role I'm just kidding. <laughs> you and then also uh Chip Aston. He's he's uh we met him through Jason Howard plays with Kelly Clarkson and um you know Jason's he's been an actor. super he's an actor, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Chip. Chip yeah, Aston. And he's he's famous and, and but he acts like he's so genuine and real and, and I know I'm name dropping here. That's cool. But um I, I, I went up to him about a year ago in a restaurant. Don't know if you remember me, and he just turns around just glowing and acting he's like, like hey, we're best hey, friends. Yeah. Is he kin to Sean Aston? Is
1: that his brother? I, th-
2: I, don't, I think I, I don't, don't know. think so. Because Chip's that. got Chip's gotta be six two and, and Let's see. Sean's gotta I'm be gonna like four two Chip asked it's uh es oh it's es okay it's E N. yeah okay i probably you know given him way too much airtime, but um but he's a great guy estin and, or en en okay he's got an album out too so i'm going to give him a plug for letting him let us drop his name charles eston that may be him he was on the office he's on that is him he was on nashville i mean for heaven's sake oh yeah that's right yep yeah,
1: I know what you're talking about. I've heard yeah, good things. Um, you know, speaking of that, Nashville, they say is like the next Hollywood. Or I mean, there's more um, acting, and if you want to get in the entertainment business, this is the place. It used to be, you know, like Hollywood, and uh, but, but but Nashville has a lot to, a lot to offer other than music. I mean, there's a lot of movies made here, and people don't realize in Tennessee. And
2: uh, from what tourism. I understand, a lot of its sanity. It it can be very (laughs) insane in in Hollywood. And I've heard that secondhand from people that have lived that life. So uh, I think that's why. Because, you know, we've got problems here in Nashville, but by and large, people are are more real. Yeah. uh, I'd like to see y'all play, and we have to ask the mayor this, Mayor McFarland,
1: when the amphitheater is going to be ready. That's where y'all need, I I envision y'all playing at the amphitheater, which I think will hold 3500 seats i'm i'm probably wrong but 3500 to 4500 uh, they've been talking about bringing a double a baseball team here we, we talked about that uh in the last month or so um you know we we're talking about covid earlier thank god we're uh, hopefully done with that but i think people are still getting it and you know whether you get vaccinated or not and it's your business I, I got vaccinated i'll just tell you that i think that god gave us brains to use and that's just me not being a smart aleck but uh you know what what does a musician do to make money when you're uh you can't go to your can't go to work
2: well some of us have day jobs and some some of the people in the band they're super talented they'll go and play on broadway do side projects um they're, they're super loyal to us, and, and I think we're good to them back, and so they, they do prioritize us, but they, you know, we, we are largely a weekend band. If we could play, you know, Monday through Saturday night, then some of us wouldn't even need day, day jobs because we, you know, we've been very fortunate to be successful, but, you know... We're a party band, and people aren't usually party minded on a Tuesday night. So yeah, exactly. And we do some corporate stuff during the week, but but yeah, those guys are they're super talented. Again, we have somebody that teaches music, so that's his day job. Um, we have some people that work in accounting, like myself and and uh, Doctor Evil Hands. Doctor
1: Evil Hands, accounting.
2: Uh, yes, yes. Pee uh, are It's funny how polar opposite Pee Witty is. He works in uh for an architecture firm and
1: it's like so. an
2: engineer or a. He, he is yeah i think i, I don't want to butcher it but right. yeah he can he can do it because computer assistant drafting and that kind of stuff wow yeah so you know when you have families you got to still have insurance and benefits and and benefits yeah
1: but y'all, y'all shows so it's live that's what i lo- love about it. y'all have actually handed me the microphone before at main street and i think i sang a few words or something but it you do bring the, the audience in to be a part of the show. Absolutely. That's what makes y'all different from a lot of your uh, bands. Your, you know, you, I guess y'all don't really have a genre, do you? I mean, do you have a genre? I mean, you got rock and roll. You got rockabilly. You got country. You got
2: A lot of dance gospel music.
1: music. I mean.
2: Yeah. Um, well, you know, how would you put... It's,
1: Rubik's Creek, where would you put them? What box? Or can you put them in a box?
2: There you go. We're outside of the box. So, yeah, I think our core is still getting people out of their seats and dancing. Um, we we once had a little tagline. I'm sure we stole like everything else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, what was it? Uh i don't even remember now dance with the pop sing with the rock something like that you know it's just <laughs> something stupid that we thought of but you know the main core the thing a lot of people do great job especially with like when you think of 80s a lot of people go with their the hair metal and that's great they do they they more than likely do it way better than we Poison. do yeah yeah and there are bands that do a great job with that we just want to get people up and dancing energetic high have energy a good time. Yeah, having a good time, and and you know you made a great point. It's like the audience makes every show different. We try to, we try to give you something different. We try to come out of left field, like, um, did uh, Limp Biscuit the other night, followed by Morgan Wallen. Who's going to expect that out of a, a band like us? Um, so controversy. We'll, su- we'll surprise yeah. you, yes. Um, but at the same time, the audience, we look out there, and and the more they're into it. We're always going to give 110%. Yeah, y'all do. But but you, the audience is going to change things, and it's going to make it more fun for all of us. So that's why we we love to interact.
1: Well, we're fixing to take another break. You're going to listen to our sponsors. Uh, you've been listening to Johnny Todd of Rubik's Groove. This is Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson. We'll be back in a few minutes. <laughs>
0: for a trusted pharmacy. Look no further than Terrace Pharmacy. For nearly four decades, Terrace Pharmacy has proudly served our community since 1983. We've got not one, but two drive-through windows for speedy service. Terrace Pharmacy is your partner in health, offering homebound delivery, vaccinations, specialty packaging, and MTM services. We accept most major insurance plans and we're locally owned, so you'll always get personalized care. Give us a try today. Visit Terrace Pharmacy at 502 Highland Terrace or call 615 893 7971. Your health is our priority. Rhonda McQuarrie with Primus Mortgage has been in the mortgage business for over 30 years. A multi-year, Ruthie Award-winning mortgage loan officer and a proud member of the MTSU 1989 graduating class, specializing in all kinds of mortgage products and taking pride in going the extra mile, personally taking great care with her customers. Call 615-419-9193. That's 615-419-9193 or check out our website, loansbyronda.com. Rhonda McQuarrie, Primus Mortgage, NMLS 628407. Old Stone Fort Golf Course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf. Located right next to the beautiful Duck River and only 5 minutes from I-24. Whether you're a beginner or avid golfer, Old Stone Fort Golf Course is ideal for you. Golf carts are available and there is a golf shop. You can play 9 holes for $9 and kids 12 and underplay for free. They are located at 1017 Country Club Lane in Manchester, Tennessee. You can call for a tee time at 931. 931- 954-0366. You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook.
1: Welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. This is Bill Wilson, also known as Mr. Murfreesboro. And we've been joined in the studio. Uh, Rubik Groove's Johnny Todd from the fame of um, The Karate Kid. And we were just talking, Johnny, about have you ever had one of the, the acts that y'all emulate? have you ever met them or have they tried to sue you? I mean, what (laughs) give us, give us a story.
2: Well, I, I don't think we're big enough to sue yet. So, (laughs) um, hopefully we've, we've traversed those waters, uh, carefully enough, but, um, no, uh, funny enough early on before Cobra Kai, the series that started on YouTube that then moved to Netflix. I believe I've watched every episode. I love the show before that came out. Um, I somehow saw William Zapka, the actor that played the real Johnny. Mm-hmm. I saw a short that he did, and it was wonderful. I looked him up on Twitter, and I just commented and said, hey, I love your that short that you did. He got nominated for an Oscar. It was really serious, mm-hmm. uh, Christian allegory. And, uh, and so he actually engaged with me, and then I said, hey, by the way, hope you're okay with me taking your, you know, your character and he just responded do the kai right so he is a super great guy from what i can tell and lives you know, in town he lives apparently has a house in town i've never i've never got to meet him i got to meet the sensei um probably about 10 months ago i was sitting downtown in franklin with my wife having dinner and i look out and uh and i think i shocked the a few people that were sitting around because i was like you know i just I'm Johnny. I'll, I'm going to react first and right, think later. Right. <laughs> so I run out there and I. <laughs> what did you just, say? I just, I, you know, somebody. kid. I just, no, he was super great. I, I felt so bad. I was like talking to my mom, blah, 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 you know, right. talking really fast because I could tell he was his family and like grandkids. And I'm right. like, oh gosh, I don't want to be that guy. So I just said. <laughs> but you're that guy. <laughs> hey, I'm a super big fan. Are you okay if I just take a picture really quickly? And he was the one that stopping and engaging and. Real and, cool uh, guy. Yeah, super nice guy. And uh, he, he you know, he, I think I mentioned, I was like, I know this is really dumb, but I play in a, in a cover band and, and we do, I wear the Cobra Kai. And he's like, All right, so you, uh, you, a uh, uh, sweep the cut? leg yeah. guy. <laughs> he has that deep <laughs> New York kind of, you a sweep the leg guy. Sweep and the a,
1: leg guy. I
2: said, Yes, I'm definitely a Cobra Kai dojo guy.
1: Wow. What, do, what about Pat Morita? Uh, mr what's his name mr Miyagi mr Miyagi
2: well I think he passed away um so yeah but we did try to bring a character on one time um you just reminded me of that him yeah uh, yes yes mr Miyagi we've also had a character Danielson we had Danielson that. we had him come out just sort of as a cameo are y'all working
1: on any other characters or does it just come to the you're dreaming it at night and you come up with a character.
2: Definitely, definitely. You write it down. The more over the top, the better, obviously. If you haven't seen Pee Witty transform into Freddie Mercury, it's, it's worth the price of admission and I'll just tag it right now. If you go to the Franklin Theater, Freddie's going to make an appearance and... It is the silliest dumbest thing you've ever seen that that How do people I've, get tickets? Go online or is it already sold out? Go online. Yes. Um, yeah, it's not sold out. Go online and uh, just visit rubicsgroove.com and and you'll find a link. If you go to our shows, you can find us on Facebook and and right. Instagram as well, but but yeah, we're going to bring use the time machine to bring Freddie Mercury back and I still I will walk out. I don't get involved in that song. The band's really great doing Bohemian Rhapsody. I just sit on the side of the stage and I watch because I still am entertained by how silly Pee Witty is when he does that character. So
1: I can't. to we'll try to make that. Please. Um, so who influenced you Like growing up? Who were some of the musical people or groups that you, that you love to watch or listen to?
2: I was all over the map. I, I had older brothers, so I was I sort of came up with the classic rock. I was into Rush and The Who and Led Zeppelin, believe it or not. And then I I just kind of went the the opposite way. Had some friends that were more into alternative. I started to love alternative. Depeche and, Mode. Y'all do some yes. Depeche
1: Mode. They're coming to town.
2: Yeah. Nashville. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I actually have a little side project that it pops up every now and then, uh, Depeche Mode Tribute Act. It doesn't do great in Nashville. It does well, like in Atlanta. Um, I think it'd do well in Dallas, but, you know, there's still fans here that, that love it. And, uh, yeah, so I love that music. Um, you know, as far as my, I saw Amitri here last month, Scottish band from the nineties. Wow. Um, and they're incredible. I, I love, so I have a pretty broad taste. It's still, it's, I wouldn't say, you know, like some country, but most of it's in the pop and rock. My favorite genre. bands
1: were the police, mm-hmm. the, the cars. Police. Yes. Rick O'Kasick, who was married to Paulina what I wrote yeah, just books that. It. But uh some of the bands we saw at Murphy Center, U2. Oh yeah. Willie Nelson. I've seen uh seen James Brown and I saw the Kinks the Kinks at the Ryman, I mean at Grand Ole Opry. Yeah, Ray Davies Lola. Yeah. Uh there was a group called The White Animals that used to play over here at main street That was a big cover band um we mentioned Depeche Mode there was The Cure love them The Cure um of course everybody listened to Led Zeppelin Billy Squire Yeah um how do you determine which songs to do I mean how do y'all how do y'all do that just do you have a songs you listen to so hey we need to do that or just how do you come up they come
2: from anywhere and everywhere fans uh, people in the band spouses of people in the band you I mean I was at a water park in Dallas and and heard a song over the loudspeaker and I start seeing people singing it and I'll go we got to do that song I was at my kids high school football game and uh, I I saw the uh, the section, the student section And they're playing songs, and they're all singing every word, whether it's from the 80s, 90s, 2000s. And I'm going, okay, we're going to do that. I was at a rodeo that played that funky music, White Boy, and I was like, we're going to do that song. So, you know, I think they come from anywhere and everywhere we kind of gotten a feel for what we'll go over We we're, we're, we try to be high energy right if we i love mid-tempo i love the what we call bands like the cure or depeche mode they're more mid-tempo they're more introspective minor right um i love throwing those in there but if you do that for too long you know people we, lose engagement so i was
1: thinking we got a call coming in maybe
2: i think we have a call coming in maybe
1: that's my buddy calling in We have a call coming in from Milan. Caller, are you there? Caller, are you there? Yes. Streaming yes. Who, who, who is this? If this you're is Jeff, for dial Jeff Bratcher. Jeff Bratcher. What are you doing, buddy? Thanks, thanks for calling in.
2: I'm watching football and watching the Mr. Murphy's Bell Show on or the TV. The extension you're trying to do you have
1: a radio on? Okay. Do you have a question for Johnny Todd? Thank I do.
2: I, I do. Okay. Hey, how you doing?
1: Good. So, question is, I know you all have. Ton of songs, ton of hits that you do. I just wondered if there's one particular song that, no matter what
2: night, it's always in the mix, or it's just one that you know that's going to get the crowd going. Good, good question, Jim. I, I, I I'm hoping that there's a few of them like that because the one I'm going to name is Pee song, and I hope that uh, it's not always just his songs that people <laughs> love, but uh footloose it's so funny because i think we played that song 99.9 percent of the shows that we do and it always goes over people always get out of their chairs i'm not saying that there aren't people that aren't tired of it but i will even i wrote most of the set list i'll write the set list and i'm going i'm not putting footloose in i'm not putting footloose in (laughs) And then Pee Woody will read the room and is going, oh, no, it's Footloose. I feel it. we got to do it. Footloose. And, and the and the band will, will roll their eyes along with me, not because we don't love the song, but because we couldn't get through one night without playing Footloose. So, great, great question. Good question, good Jeff.
1: Thank you. Give my yeah, best to the missus.
2: Thanks, buddy. I will. Bye. Bye. I'm Jeff
1: Bratcher. Um, yeah, Footloose. I mean, that's everybody. I guess you could be anywhere. In the world it's one of those songs is played as long as you're born and you know you, you would you know what that song is it doesn't matter dancing it's about you yeah. know having a good time
2: yeah yeah finally uh, seemingly you know um breaking the rules a little bit and and letting loose uh just like the song says but i think what's so great is this music just continues to to show up like i said you know right. college kids are singing every word of these songs I didn't sing every word to songs that my parents listened to. No. You know, so the fact that they're doing that, I've seen, obviously, Footloose has been covered as a country song. My son was in a, in a, in a hip-hop, uh, uh, tr- I don't know what you call it, uh, group maybe 15 years ago, and, you know, they did a production of it, and it just, yeah, those good songs just don't go away. They don't go away. I love it. They're timeless. Absolutely.
1: Like Groundhog Day. <laughs> yes. well do you have anything else do you have anything you want to share like uh, upcoming gigs i know you, we had mentioned main street you're gonna be playing main street in january
2: yeah just talk to chris we're looking at the 13th um so just keep an eye out for tickets going on sale sometimes dates slip but um we'll definitely be there in in january um do you have plans to go see any concerts
1: have you seen, have you been to any concerts? Who was, if you have, if not, that's cool too, but.
2: Yeah, I've, I've saw Delamitri, um, and they were reasonably priced as, you know, bands that were hit their heyday in the nineties would be, but, um, my wife is dying to go see, you know, like a Morgan Wallen or she's, she's getting more into country, which is ironic because she was a hip hop dancer at one time. And she was, yeah, she's the country music, uh, is one or over. And I get it, you know, great stories. So, I've got to treat her to that because I've dragged her to Depeche Mode and Del and, uh And um, what about Bruce Springsteen? Have you seen Bruce or I'm, Billy Joel? He played at uh, Murphy Center. We saw Elton John Elton in John. Dallas last summer, which was a blast.
1: That was his last. Was that his last? Yes. Concert? Yeah. Uh, I, Paul McCartney's good
2: absolutely yeah yeah original paul mccartney you got to see those guys too while you still can it's just you know
1: we sure do not
2: rush more of uh, music
1: well paul mccartney was there you know he was one of the beginnings of El- you know elvis i think that's pretty good um i saw james brown at caesar's palace me and a buddy of mine ricky scroggins were out in vegas and uh james brown i mean like a lot of people remember he was you know his mug shot, but he was a really a entertainer.
2: Oh my gosh! And yeah,
1: up into his 60s or so. I mean, he was dancing and act, you know just it's like brute Br- I think Bruce Springsteen's close to eighty. He's seventy eight or something. And he's he plays a four hour show. Yeah, three three to four hours and There's no breaks.
2: Well, there's scientific studies too now that that going to concerts makes you live longer and happier, and I I believe it. And uh, I think a lot of people get it. You know, people that come to our shows don't just come to our shows, they support everybody. Amen. Yeah, I love that.
1: Well, Johnny Todd, thank you for your time. Hey, y'all, Rubik's Groove has it going on. If you get a chance to see them, go see Rubik's Groove. You can go to their website, rubik'sgroove.com. You've been listening to the Mr. Murphy's Show with Lady K. This is Bill Wilson. Go out and do something nice for somebody. God bless you.